Hey there, horror movie fans. Welcome back to Here's the Nini Horror Movie Podcast. As you'll come to find out, this is not our house in the middle of our street, but his house. Netflix original, give or take, literally. 2020's His House. The epitome of survivor's guilt. You see, the story follows a refugee couple who make a harrowing escape from war-torn South Sudan as they struggle to adjust to their new life in London when an evil lurks beneath the surface brought about from a secret in their past. Done by first-time director Remy Weeks, who also screenwrote the film. It's a fascinating depiction of PTSD that made aware the real-time tragedies of South Sudan while focusing on the struggles of refugees. This is told through a non-linear or layered story beat that works when contrasting our two main characters. Bull, who tries to run away from his problems, which we all know, whether we like it or not, that we can't. On the other hand, we have Rial, who accepts it and makes an effort to confront it. Let alone this ideology of dream versus reality, but is it complex to the point of confusion? Nah, nah, that's the story of my life. With this constant sense of foreboding when looking at the couple's entrapment, yet it's voluntary, causing this mental battle, which on its own is terrifying. Obviously, we have this physical horror factor of those damn inconvenient night witches that appear, but it's rightly executed with manipulation in light and shadow combined with the cinematography of the eerie visuals and edits done. Though at times the underscore became predictable, which is quite common. You see, this film falls under the supernatural subgenre while maintaining realism. I think this really took effect with the minimal usage of jump scares and taking a closer look at dynamic in regard to the couple's situational dilemma. You can escape war of a place once known as your home, then retreat to a new land, though foreign, in your eyes. They find themselves in London placed in a house that isn't home and sets the horror stage with its rundown appearance. And we all know that London is known for being anti-immigrant and predominantly white. New norms, which is another fear element, especially because there are obstacles that the couple must go through to maintain this refugee status. Despite it all, the couple are thankful. It's a real humbling experience until we reach the mind-numbing plot twist ending, which reverses the take on morale and empathy. We find out that the couple's supposed daughter who drowned on the boat as they were fleeing isn't theirs, but a little girl they kidnapped in order to make it out, leaving behind the sorrowful eyes of the actual mother. It explains the repeated and now understood foreshadowing line, we are good people. The couple's main objective was learning to fit in and understand that same skin tone doesn't make you family, that they neglected the fear and oppression from their past, to the point they genuinely believed it was their daughter that passed, let alone the reoccurring flashbacks of corpse out at sea, or a shot-up school in their hometown, or the double-tribe markings signifying she belonged nowhere, us finally understanding the presence of the night witch following them, which is part of a South Sudanese Dinka folklore. And the only way to rid of it is to sacrifice Bol due to his actions. Or slice its throat with a kitchen knife. You know, the huge. And regardless of the reckless decisions they made, they still receive somewhat of a 
quote-unquote happy ending. But none of this would have been as impactful without the outstanding acting from Wonmi Musaku, Sope Dirisu, and obviously Matt Smith. <laughs> For once in my life, and probably the only time, I agree with Rotten Tomatoes. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. But until next time, ciao now!